Hey, listen, welcome to the Hey Listen Gamescast episode 122. This is our first show of the year, 2019. We hope everyone had a great holiday break and uh, happy new year and all that. We're back here in style, refreshed, ready to go. We've played lots of games over the break that we'll be talking about at the end of the show as usual. My name is Jeffrey Morris. Joining me here today is the one and only Rob Douglas. Should old gamers be forgot? <laughs> well, I felt yeah, like it, I had to pull a Nathan Wagner. Exactly. You had to sing something uh, in honor of Nathan, who is uh, not here today. Uh, but thank you so much uh, for listening. If you're here with us and sticking through, sticking with us uh, into the new year, we have a lot of great content coming at you this year. Um, original plan was to do some video game resolutions this year. Uh, if you've been a long time listener of the show, you know we like to make some New Year's video game resolutions, uh, you know, kind of bucket list uh, things uh, that we want to accomplish in games for the year. Uh, we're going to move that to next week uh, when Nathan's here. We figured uh, it'd be a fun one to do with all three of us. So um, this week, we're going to be hitting you up with some news and just kind of be looking ahead into 2019. Uh, there's a lot of games that we know are coming. Um, uh, we, I don't think all the games that are supposedly coming in 2019 are actually going to kind of come out this year, you know, but uh, we'll be oh, talking yeah. about ones we're looking forward to. And if we think we, they will be getting delayed or released, it's always fun to, you know, play the, the, the will it get delayed or not uh, game, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so well, that'll be, that'll be fun. We'll we'll see how this year goes. Cause it doesn't seem like there's necessarily a ton of great games coming out this year, but I'll share an opinion about that later. Yeah, no, it, I think it really depends on your platform, honestly. For PS4 was such an amazing year they had last year in 2018. I think it'll be a down year for them. Um, but for Microsoft, Nintendo, I think I think they'll have a have a improvements in their their year. They'll bounce year. back. Yeah. Um, anyways, let's jump straight into news. Um, Bandersnatch uh, released on Netflix over the holiday break. Um, it is a uh, episode of Black Mirror, which is a popular Netflix streaming show. Uh, usually the episodes are pretty dark, uh, revolve around, you know, technology in a, in a near future, uh, you know, going very uh, wrong in array to have something crazy happening. Um, the cool thing about Bandersnatch is, is it's kind of the first interactive episode of Black Mirror. So it's really kind of almost plays like a Telltale game or like, a, you know, a choose-your-own-adventure game. Um, yeah. And the whole idea is so cool, Rob, because um, it is basically the, the story of the episode is about a you know 80s you know 20 year old kid um, who basically just started getting into computer programming and is reading this book that's a choose your own adventure book and then basically wants to make his own version of the game that's a choose your own adventure video game which you know back in 1980 that wasn't really a thing right we had the text based adventures but it wasn't like hey you know pick option a or b you know branching mm-hmm. paths and so um, they present the whole thing like in a very authentic way where it feels like, hey, this actually feels like a good 80s setting. And he goes to a company to, you know, like make the game. And it feels like everything in the game feels like it's pretty realistic of what it probably was like yeah. to uh, get into video game development back then. Um, but the coolest thing is it's so meta because as you're kind of watching the episode, it'll start with very simple choices like, what type of cereal do you want to eat? And you literally, with your controller or your remote, like pick. I want, you know, Fruit Loops or Frosted Flakes or whatever it is, right? And then yeah. it goes to the next one. And as you keep going, you can kind of tell he's starts slowly becoming aware that you, are, you know, as the, the viewer are making these choices for him. <laughs> and the whole thing's like <laughs> shot live action. And so like he finally like halfway through it, he goes, you know, oh, I, I don't know why. Like I did, I said this, but I didn't want to. I was going to say something else, but just something like I felt like it forced me to. And then like. You, you have an option, I think, to, like, rub your forehead or, like, tap your knuckles. And if you choose one, he, like, grabs his hand and stops. And he's like, what? What? why is my hand doing this? It, it sounds really cheesy, but it's, it's very, very entertaining. Uh, it was really That's entertaining hilarious. Oh, yeah. It, it's really well done. Like, just the, I think, the scope of this production and filming, you know, so many different possibilities. And it actually changes up some of the scenes when you go back because I don't know how many endings are. There's probably at least ten different endings um, yeah. And like when I played, I got an ending like within the first five minutes, like accidentally when I first played it, I was like, Oh crap. And so I immediately said, Oh, you want to go back? And so I went back and made a different choice. And he's like, wait, like, uh, I was just here and I made a different choice, but now I'm doing this. And so like, it kind of plays with this whole meta. Like every time you go back, it's like, 
wait, like I, I already saw this, like, and I already know what happened. And it kind of fast forwards and rewinds through it as you go back and experience the different stories. And um, the whole thing is probably about an hour. So maybe an hour and a half if you go through all the endings. Yeah. But I really, really enjoyed it. It was, it was a lot of fun. It's very, very interactive and it, Gets gets a little crazy at the end, but it can also it, some of the endings are just completely like ridiculous and hilarious. Like you can like reveal yourself to be a Netflix user from the future, and he he just gets so confused. He's like, "What? Well, what's Netflix?" <laughs> just it. I, I don't want to go into That's any more awesome. details without spoiling things, but I, well, that, I actually, think you'll really like it, Rob, since you really like you know a lot of those choice driven video games. This yeah. is essentially a live action version. A lot of hope. Because I know one of the things that a lot of us were really concerned about when Telltale collapsed was that there wasn't going to be any interactive type games like this type of style of gameplay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also we were a little worried because there was a couple of uh, Netflix exclusives, uh, Stranger Things and Minecraft Story Season 2, if you're into that sort of thing, um, that were going to come out that Telltale was doing. And they, when they collapsed, they weren't going to do that. And so now Netflix has not only released the Minecraft Story mode, on their platform, but they also just released this. So now we're yeah. kind of seeing like Netflix is going to hold their own on this world. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I think it's it's cool to see this continue. I, I hope we get more stuff like this, even if it's not necessarily Black Mirror, you know, just any type of kind of fun choose your own adventure projects um, on Netflix or something. Um, I think it's really cool. It has a good future. And I know this, I, th- I think it performed really well. Like it, it was all over Twitter for like a week or two. It was like trending and people mm-hmm. were, were, you know, really excited about it. So good, good yeah. to see the excitement around it. Definitely check it out. If you have a Netflix account, um, our next new sale or our next news story has to do with sales. <laughs> and it's, uh, about the PS4, uh, Sony, uh, ever confident on how well the PS4 is doing has announced that, uh, PS4 has now sold over 91.6 million consoles so um about 92 million honestly it's probably probably about there um this was as of december so you know a week or two ago and uh overall uh i think that is incredibly impressive you know sony knows that they're in the lead this console generation you know microsoft has stopped giving us numbers the last couple years um they're like yep we're at 92 million practically we're not we're not slowing down we're gonna Keep the momentum going, and honestly, if they continue to sell consoles at you know the pace they've been going on for the last year, uh, I think the PS4 could be the best-selling video game console of all time because um, the Wii is currently, you know, holds that title and it's sold 101 million consoles, I believe. So it's not it's not too far off. Yeah, only 10 million off. So it you know a game like The Last of Us Two could that shift an additional 10 million units i don't know maybe well and and i also think it depends on some of these games that are coming out possibly this next year particularly some square enix games final <laughs> fantasy 7 remake king that's Heart true three yeah. and then um you know days gone if that one ever comes out i think that might push them up that that way mm-hmm. um so and, and honestly even if it doesn't happen you know like this year like they're probably going to support the PS4 for another three or four years, so that could help trickle in, you know, a couple more uh, thousands or millions of sales too. So, um, yeah, but overall, very impressive. PS4 is already, you know, uh, at 91.6 million consoles sold. They also announced uh, Spider-Man, uh, Marvel Spider-Man for PS4, uh, is at uh, nine million uh, copies sold in, la- in less than uh, just three months. So that was you know, not even three full months on the market. 9 million for the PS4 exclusive, which um, is really awesome to see that game do very well. It shows the, I think, the brand name of Spider-Man as well as just, you know, making a very, very, uh, you know, good game that was well well marketed and people knew about for many years and, you know, delivered a great final product. So, yeah, uh, good for Sony and we'll see uh, <laughs> how they do this year. Um, yeah, we'll find out. We do have a couple free games that we wanted to highlight uh, this month. I mean, I, I'm sure as anyone listening to this podcast knows, you can get so many, you know, quote unquote, free games through different, you know, gaming subscriptions and services on pretty much every platform. Um, the one I wanted to highlight was uh, with on Games with Gold. So if you have an Xbox Live Gold account, um, you can get Celeste uh, this month, which um, if you listen to last week's episode, uh, which you totally should because it was our... Um, 
2018 Gamies episode. We gave out you know our awards for the best games of the year. Uh, Celeste won two of those awards. It was a really good game. We gave it the best indie game of the year award. And you can play it for free if you have an Xbox uh, Live Gold account. So definitely do that. I I know I texted like all my friends who I know have Xbox and be like, hey, get this game, play it. Um, so definitely check that game out. Um, Rob, I know there was a couple other games that you wanted to highlight on some other services. Well, I mean, first off, if you haven't already, check out Epic Games. Uh, their Epic Store is... It's pretty bare minimal right now, mm-hmm. but they are offering a free game every two weeks. Uh, the game that's currently free is Super Meat Boy, but that will only be free for the next day nice. or two. Well, Meat Boy is such a good game. and It's so great. Do you, you don't need like a subscription <laughs> or anything? You can just log into the store and get it pretty much? Just sign up for an account. It's free. It's just like getting a Steam <laughs> account, and you get free nice. games. I mean, literally, awesome. it's, it's fantastic. And I believe they have another game that's going to go for free here on the 10th. And I mm-hmm. looked at it, and I can't remember what it was. But I know, like, <laughs> I've already gotten Subnautica as well as Super Meat Boy for free on their service. Nice. So that's pretty cool. As well as if you're a Twitch Prime member, which all you have to do is be an Amazon Prime member and then sign up for a Twitch account. And <laughs> or know someone accounts. who has an Amazon Prime account like I or do. Or <laughs> know someone, which is, quote-unquote, maybe possibly illegal, but we'll uh, we'll let it slide for this. <laughs> um if you have a Twitch Prime account, you can get a bunch of free games every month. Uh, I know this month we have Hyper Light Drifter, which we've talked a little bit about on the show before. Yeah, no, I that's the one I'm really looking forward to checking out uh, with Twitch Prime. I, I usually add the games to my account because, you know, why not? Uh, okay. But I usually don't play them because I'm, you know, usually not on my playing games on my PC. But that's, I think, the one game where yeah. I'm like, ah. Oh, I've been wanting to play this. I finally got a copy, so I'm going to try it out. It's actually a few months ago that they started this, and I got Banner Saga 2, and that's actually how I played Banner Saga 2 was through oh, nice. some of the free yeah. games I've gotten through Twitch. Um, but they also have uh, and a couple other games that are pretty interesting. Bomber Crew is kind of a fun indie game that was pretty popular for a while there back in the summer. Uh there's Orwell, which is like kind of a kind of a little Black Mirror-ish, but very technology surveillance type thing. It's it's pretty interesting. As well as if you're a fan of Devolver Digital Games, they have a package right now, for, which gives you like seven games for free. So <laughs> it's like that's like ten free games, yeah. And you know some of those games are really good, like Hyperlight Drifter. So. Um, like I said, if you if you have an Amazon Prime account, you know, link that up to your Twitch. You just have to link it once, and then you just log on to Twitch every month and just you know click like two buttons. Takes like thirty seconds. So you also get a free subscription thing with it, so you can subscribe oh, yeah. to channels True. that you favor for a month, and you don't have to pay a penny, and you support an artist that you like. Yeah, no, I used I used mine last month uh, for Anthony because he's you know been doing a lot of streaming. He and you can uh, oh that's a good idea. This channel's gotten pretty big, so I I did my free sub to him, and he like freaked out because it was his first sub, and then he like he was playing Horizon, just completely drove straight into a wall, and he's like oh oh I'm so sorry, <laughs> like he got so flustered, it was it was great. So there but, you yeah. go. Shout out to Anthony Shelton, uh, Sir Mister Kibble. Yeah, I think I think he changed his tag. It's like Big Ant Big Ant Live now. So definitely okay, okay, he did change his tag. That's right, but. He's our. He's been a, a good friend of the show for a while now, and hosted us for a long time. So, if you have a free subscription, go subscribe to him. Yeah, for sure. Um, he, he's he does a really good job with his Twitch streams. Um, anyways, um, check out those free games. That that's your uh, reminder to to get in on those free games if you can. Um, Nintendo was rumored to have a Nintendo Direct this week. We still don't know if it's true or not. It was rumored to be on the tenth, uh, supposedly. Uh, no official announcement, but Nintendo did uh, today announce uh, a couple of little smaller things on their Twitter, um, including the release date for Yoshi's Crafted World, which is uh, obviously the new Yoshi platformer, kind of the big mm-hmm. first big uh, first-party Nintendo game uh, for the Switch this year, and that is coming out in March 29th, so about uh, you know three months, two months from now, two three months from now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am pretty excited for this one. Uh, I really liked Yoshi's Woolly World. This is kind of a spiritual successor, you know. It's kind of, you know, realistic, crafty materials, lots of cardboard and yarn and stuff like that. And yeah. my wife is, that's like her favorite, like, video game character ever is Yoshi. And so she actually told me that this release date got announced. She was so excited. Um, and it's just a, a great co-op series. And it's uh, it's one of those game series that, is really accessible for any age, almost kind of like Kirby games. Um, yeah, 
Although I think I think the skill cap's a little higher on Yoshi, but it pretty much any a lot of uh, Little Big Planet back on the yeah no yeah for sure three gen- generation yeah it's just really cool because the levels they're designed in a way where most players will be able to get through like all the levels without you know mm-hmm. too much hassle. But if you want to be like a completionist and like want that harder difficulty, um, there's so many different collectibles and things hidden in levels to like really kind of search out every inch of the level and find all those different things is really rewarding and a lot of fun. So um, it's a really fun game to, like I said, to play a co-op if you have a significant other or a, even, you know, a younger younger sibling or a parent you want to play games with. Uh, that's one that you should yeah. keep on your radar. So. Um, all right, uh, moving on, uh, Rob, you have our next news story here. Yeah, so uh, once again, talking about Epic Store, a little Epic Games news here as well. The Walking Dead, the final season, the one that was releasing by <laughs> Telltale, then got canceled, then Robert Kirkman picked it up with his studio. Canceled, and uncanceled, finally coming out. Finally coming out. Uh, the third episode comes out this month, actually. Woo! And if you already own it on one of the other platforms digitally or you know whatever you can you'll just continue to get it on that platform but if you do not own it yet it's going to be exclusive to the epic store mm, interesting which is is a pretty bold move yeah no that i mean that that's is, that's that, cool that's putting it in the face of steam right there yeah, well, I mean, I think we talked about it before, but you know, Epic has this this new store they're launching. They're giving better uh, revenues to you know the publishers and developers, and not taking as big of a cut as Steam does. Yeah. And so, you know, I think it makes sense, especially in a situation like this, where honestly, the this Walking Dead game needs as much revenue as possible. So, you know, yep. but it is cool that they're still honoring you know people who've already purchased it, like myself. You know, you. You can just continue to get it if you've already bought it. But if you're jumping in for the first time, check out the Epic Store. So, do, do we have a release date on that? Is it or is it just sometime this month? Do you know? I think it was. It has a release date, but I can't remember it off okay. the. I think it's well, next week. <laughs> that it just reminds me that I need to go back and finish. Cause I'm at the very end of season. I think it's season three the one before the end. And so I need to finish that off because I got really far where I didn't quite finish it a couple months ago. And then I need to start the new season so I can be current finally and finish off the last season when they do these last couple episodes. So Yeah, I need to catch up. I'm a season behind. I'm still, I haven't even, yeah. I don't even own season three yet. So no, yeah, New Frontier is pretty good. It, it starts a little slow, but it gets good. That's right um, here. Um, right. Some, some other news. Uh, talking about Ubisoft here. A little bit so if you have been able to get access to the google stream uh assassin's creed odyssey you've probably really enjoyed that but you probably had the same problem as i did where you got into it and went well i can't actually keep this <laughs> yeah but fear no more so if you play i believe they announced this on december 11th or 15th or something like that but if you play any time between then and when the google stream closes in the next week you get the assassin's creed odyssey the full game for free wow really in your you play as long as you don't have another assassin's creed odyssey game linked to your account in your you play you can get you get it for free that's pretty that's pretty crazy i didn't expect this <laughs> i know i i was pretty impressed and this is actually kind of cool because you, with the Google Stream, they gave you $10 of credit, essentially, or 1,000 oh, cool. Helix credits. So one of the first things I did was I unlocked uh, Fast Experience, mm, okay. meaning that I gained experience twice as fast as everyone else. And so you can level up very quickly, which makes a lot of sense in an RPG. But mm-hmm. I was like, well, I don't have that on my normal console copy, but now I have, now there's a possibility I'll have both copies. So, <laughs> yeah, I can't complain there. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, we just have all these, all these tips for all you listeners. Like, go get all these free games. I, 
and add them, add them to your collection, you know, add them to the backlog or check them out if they interest you. The great thing about getting these free games, right, is you can try them out. If they're not, not your jam after 20, 30 minutes, you know, you can, you can drop it and, you know, you don't feel bad or, you know, like you're neglecting a purchase you've made and you've wasted money, right? You yeah. let me pick it up. No, no risk, really. That, that's what I did with Steep. Steep is free on PlayStation Plus right now. I played for 20 minutes. I uh, didn't really enjoy my time with it. I got like stuck in a crevice. I couldn't get out for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I'm done and uninstalling, and no guilt or shame because I technically didn't, you know, purchase it standalone. So, well, and I think that's, I think we're starting a movement here. Yeah, <laughs> the 20 minute window. You yeah. heard it here on Hey Listen Games. <laughs> if you don't enjoy it in 20 minutes, you're not going to. Yeah. Yep. No, it's. <laughs> It's true. Um, so, uh, our next star here is uh, Warner Brothers uh, has pulled two Lego games, Lego Lord of the Rings and Lego The Hobbit games, um, from digital markets. And so, basically, all the platforms that this was available uh, for digitally, you can no longer buy the games. Obviously, there's still disc copies that are floating around. If you've already downloaded yep. it, you have access. Uh, but no new purchases will be able to be made. I assume this is some sort of legal issue with, you know, the... Lord of the Rings team or Tolkien or whatever, but yeah. Well, and the interesting thing about this one is that Warner Brothers actually released uh, Lego Lord of the Rings and Lego The Hobbit for free. There was a time period where, oh, cool. right in December, end of November, start of December, where you could get either one of the games for free on several platforms, mm-hmm. and then they went away. <laughs> no warning. <laughs> no warning. Uh, January first was when they were pulled. So huh. this seems like a very the copyright was yeah like it went probably through ended because it something. is a it's a it's a movie franchise that they're based on and so obviously there's going to be some legal issues there copyright and that sort of thing and this isn't the first time we've seen something like this happen with a movie franchise it's just one of the bigger ones yeah well the shocking thing to me is these Lego games aren't even that old like didn't both no. these come out within like the last four or five mm-hmm. years like. It's not like well, these are games that came out, you know, two decades ago or something. The Lego Lord of the Rings came out almost eight years ago, nine years ago. Okay, yeah. So, but the Lego Hobbit was, you know, more recent. And to be honest, this is kind of strange that, you know, maybe it was just that Warner Brothers only had copyright to Lord of the Rings things until this time. Or, yeah, you know, has to be something. who knows? There's, there is actually been no report on why they were pulled, but copyright just seems to be the biggest well, that, theory. That's, that's the thing that, that, that scares me, you know? Uh, I buy lots of digital games, uh, but, you know, as you know, I'm a big physical collector. If I can get a physical yeah. copy, that's what I prefer. Um, but, you know, these, these publishers, they can pull a game from digital stores anytime they want, and they don't have to even give a reason for it. Like... <laughs> If I was playing getting a game and I don't get it in time, boom, it's gone. Sorry, no explanation, nothing. Like, if you have that mm-hmm. physical copy, no one can ever take it from you. You can you know, keep it and play it, you know, keep it in the closet, pull it out in 30 years and play it if you wanted to, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I think it's just another reminder, uh, you know, especially with how big, you know, digital games are getting and, you know, playing on PCs and stuff that, you know, Games can get pulled at any moment, even a big name game like a Lord of the Rings game. So, yeah. Well, and we'll just we'll have to keep an eye on this for the next foreseeable future because um, this isn't the first time something has been pulled from the market and there's been a big enough fan outcry that it's you know it might come back. So we'll see what happens with this one, and maybe it's just a renegotiation of contracts and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. we'll find out. Yeah, well, we'll let you know if we hear of it coming back. Um, all right, well, we kind of need to move into our next segment here, which I'm very excited about. Um, oh, yeah. And we're just going to really start off by talking about what games we're most looking forward to in 2019. Uh, I think if we can maybe each keep you know, our list around maybe three or four games uh, to yeah. start, and then, uh, I mean, we already know what Nathan's most excited for, so we, <laughs> we can give him a shout-out as well. Yep. Uh, but, Rob, why don't you kick us off here? What What's the game you're most excited about in 2019? This one, I'm not sure if this hurts me or if I'm excited about this one. So this <laughs> one comes with a little bit of a grain of salt. Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh. I have 
as a big Kingdom Hearts fan, you know, I played through Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 on PS2. <laughs> the originals. Um, this is like a long time coming. And so there's a there's such an amount of anticipation. You know, like the the beloved movie franchise that comes back, you know, new Star Wars movies coming out, and you're like, oh, I'm 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 excited about it, but I just there's like part of me that just doesn't want to get burned. That's how I feel about this one. I'm very excited <laughs> about it. I, I'm the more I think about it, the more I go, well, I'm gonna buy it. It's gonna so, happen. Are, are it's you gonna? <laughs> My question for you are: Are you excited about this because it's a new Kingdom Hearts game, or that it has the big number three? Like if this was Kingdom Hearts Dream Sora Mickey's Revenge 3.7 HD re-release, would you be as excited, or is it just because it's no. the three? I think it's just because it's the three. It's the finale. It's the one that we've been waiting 15 years for. <laughs> or 10 years or however long it's been since we fought, you know, yeah. they announced three. Um, the Zelda fans think they have a long time to wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, to but, be fair, Zelda doesn't get three spinoff games a year like Kingdom Hearts does. Like, No, that's true. And so I'm excited about it. I'm excited to get into this one. We'll see how soon into the year I get it. It does come out January 29th of this month. But, yeah, we'll see how how soon I get into it. But that's my most anticipated game of the year. Yeah, all right. Get, getting it kicked off right here in the beginning of the year, January. Um, I think my, the top of my list has to be Luigi's Mansion 3. Um, I That's just one of my all-time favorite games is the original Luigi's Mansion. You know, I have so many good memories of you know getting that game when it first came out. Um, on the GameCube, that was my my launch game. I, I picked that up, even, you know, got that before Smash Bros. and stuff. And um, I've played through that game countless times. I have that entire like mansion mem- memorized. Just so many good memories. <laughs> and uh, the sequel, that was the reason I bought a 3DS. You know, that's how big of a fan I am of this series. Um, so really, really love the sequel, Dark Moon. They had a, actually a really, really underrated um, kind of multiplayer co-op mode in the 3DS one. Yeah. It was it was a ton of fun. You could play with up to four like Luigi's, and you basically it was almost kind of like an endless horde mode that was different every time you played it. Like it was really kind of ahead of its time. Um, and you went through different floors of the mansion, fighting ghosts, and it was kind of randomized and it had different challenges and modes in it. And uh, when they re-released the original, even on 3DS um, last year, they added in a co-op mode to that one too. So um, what I'm hoping with Luigi's Mansion 3 is that they do have um, continue experimenting with co-op and multiplayer support. Because um, I would love for this game to, not necessarily the main campaign, um, but for them to kind of evolve the scarescraper idea and uh, have a new kind of co-op mode to play, um, either locally or um, hopefully online as well. So, um, but yeah, really, really excited for it. It looks like it's, from their initial trailer they put out last year, it looks like it's kind of going more of the, the goofy route that Dark Moon had, which I was kind of more of a fan of the original's kind of art direction with, you know, it. It's not scary. It's not a horror game or anything, but it definitely, mm-hmm. definitely was a you know, a couple jump scares, parts where you know it's actually creepy. Uh, not, not as many laughs as the second one, but uh, overall, I, I'm excited. It's gonna be a great game. Um, I'm excited to see the return of console. You know, the 3ds one was yeah. fun, but to get a really just a giant big console game will be good because the 3ds one kind of broke it into 20 minute missions or so because it was you know handheld. They wanted people to playing short segments but it's interested to see what the full game looks like hopefully it's multiplayer but yeah it, it's gonna be good i know nathan's really looking forward to that one as well so hopefully we can play yeah. some co-op together when that comes out that's one of his most anticipated for this year yeah totally i uh, i remember i think he i had just gotten the 3ds with that game and it was really fun and then i i think i let him borrow my 3ds because we were roommates at the time <laughs> and he played he's like oh this game's really fun oh, i like this and then Target had some deal, and it was like, oh, you know, buy a 3DS and get, like, you know, a game free or something like that. And Luigi's Mansion was on the list. I'm like, Nathan, now's the time. Pokemon's coming out. Get Luigi's Mansion. And uh, then that's when he got his 3DS, I remember. So <laughs> good times. But, uh, Rob, what's, uh, what's another one on your list? All right, another one on my list is a little bit of an unknown. So this is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Um, okay. Yeah, that's... Developed- that's the new one that we haven't really seen anything, but we know it's no. supposedly coming this year. 
Yeah, so this is a new one. It's by Respawn, uh, which is the guys who did the Titanfall games. So already, oh, awesome, you know, yeah. EA, EA's got a little bit of a history with Star Wars games that <laughs> most of us would probably classify as not good. Well, but it depends, Rob. It, do you classify Battlefront 1 and 2 as the only two Star Wars games since <clears throat> they've had the license for six years as a success or not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would not. I wouldn't either. So Titanfall, those we know these guys have already worked with EA. They already have a history with EA, and they've put out two games that have been extremely enjoyable. Uh, but Jedi mm-hmm. Fallen Order yeah. is actually a completely single-player game, as far as we know right now. Um, and it's a good it's sign. That's a good sign. <laughs> which is a good sign. It supposedly follows a, a Padawan right after Star Wars Episode Three, and we all know Order 66 and that all that went down there and so that's where it kind of picks up and sort of a little bit like a spiritual successor to uh force unleashed so what we were saying before yeah. the podcast yeah that's that, that's why they uh wiped the extended universe so they can make this game and uh yeah exactly <laughs> do things that so, are similar to force unleashed right fingers crossed you get to be darth vader's apprentice again um <laughs> but well as long as they give you fun force powers to play around play around with and you know do some fun jedi exactly. stuff with lightsabers like i mean we haven't really gotten a single-player Star Wars game since, you know, Force Unleashed 1 and 2, which Force Unleashed 1 was really good at the time. Doesn't hold up super well. Second one was a disappointment. But, um, you know, this game has a lot of potential. It could be really, really good, or it could be very disappointing. So Yeah. We, uh, and had to supposedly wait and it's coming this year, but we'll see. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully it comes out this year. The more Star Wars, the better, um, is what I say. Um, well, I think the next game on my list... Um, it's actually a Xbox uh, game, which is Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Um, uh, obviously, the first Ori game came out, I think it was two, year, two or three years ago, three years ago. It was, it was a while ago, ago. yeah. It was, yeah. it was back when the Xbox One was a little younger. Uh, but yeah, Ori and the Blind Forest came out. I, I really, really enjoyed that game. Was the, I think the first, Dan Cuphead were the first games I bought on my Xbox. Um, Got an incredible soundtrack also. Yeah, no, soundtrack is amazing. The art style is one of the most beautiful. I was beautiful. actually just listening to that soundtrack earlier today. So. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, out of the blue. There you go. Yeah, no, it's good. The art style is incredible. It kind of almost has this like beautiful like painted look almost. like So many great colors, and the backgrounds are just stunning. Um, yeah. So I'm just really excited to just jump into that world world again and just kind of experience a new story that story is very heartfelt um but gameplay is basically a you know kind of platforming metroidvania type game where you upgrade your character and find new paths and um just really not a lot to say other than that it's just going to be a really fun game i know it's going to be a solid bet i'm not going to be disappointed it's going to be a lot of fun to play and um i'm just excited to jump into it i i don't really need to know anything about it i'm just going to get it when it comes out and play other through it and it's going to be great it's a good platforming game yeah, exactly. Um, all right, well, let's kick it back to you, Rob. What is uh, the third one on your list? So the third one on my list is uh, this might come out this year, but I won't hold my breath too much, but The Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> um, all right. I know that Jeff and Nathan are not the biggest fans of The Last of Us. Um, you guys are not necessarily... Yeah, it's only the most like overrated game of, like, the entire PlayStation's like existence, in, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can go there. <laughs> no, it's my opinion. I feel like you it's one of those games that people like either love it and say it's the best game of all time, or there's people like me who picked it up, you know, four years after it came out, heard all the hype, saw all the ten out of tens, and said, "Yeah, it's you know okay." Like I don't see what's so incredible about it. Like I and prefer I know, like, Uncharted to to Last of Us easily. And I know like Nathan is more. He's kind of on an anti-zombie. Um, yeah, Nathan just doesn't like marathon lately, <laughs> and so the idea of playing zombies isn't his biggest favorite one. But I really loved the first one. I really enjoyed playing The Last of Us. I sat down and basically played it through as quickly as I could because I enjoyed it that much. Yeah. And so I'm pretty excited about the second one coming out. Um, the reason it's not the first one I mentioned is because I also don't know if it actually will come out this year. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Don't get your hopes on this coming out this year. It would be great if it did. Um, but knowing, you know, how just looking at God of War, you know, Horizon, Spider-Man, like we knew about those games for like two or three years before they finally came out. So yep. um, I think, I think, 
really the first e really gameplay footage we saw was at E3, you know, last year, six months ago. So um, I, I, I don't think it'll come out this year, but, you know, I, I could be wrong. It could come out this year. Um, but I also feel like they'll pull what they did with the last, the original Last of Us, where it came out late in the PS3's life cycle. And I think the next year when the PS4 came out, they remastered it. So I think this will be, you know, kind of the last big game, first party game for the PS4. And then when PS5 comes out, they'll probably put this out at, you know, in the launch window as a remaster. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully that game turns out good. Um, I think, I'm thinking of 20, 2018 games. Um, the really other confirmed game that's supposedly come out in 2018, I'm, I really want to know more about his Pokemon, <laughs> which, you know, I was, I was excited about let's go. I thought it, it looked pretty cool. I had some cool ideas, but ultimately passed on it. Um, uh, and, and, and didn't get it. And, you know, I, I still, yeah. I'm interested in let's go and I might pick it up at some point, you know, if it's on sale or something, but really I'm like, do I really need to play through Pokemon red for like the sixth time? Right. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do in this new one because, you know, we've seen nothing. We know, nothing other than it's going to be an entirely new game. It's going to be more, you know, driven towards the, I guess, hardcore Pokemon fans, less of the mobile game fans. And so really interested to see what they put out. And if it uh, impresses me, I'll, I'll be uh, again it. But I just really want to see what it looks like. We were kind of speculating in a in our uh, message thread earlier of, you know, what if it looked like this incredible open world game that was like Breath of the Wild where you just explored everywhere and it was a fully 3D environment and they changed the art style to look, you know, a little bit more realistic and next gen, you know. Um, I think that would be really, really cool. And I think it's about time for the Pokemon franchise to take that step to, you know, maybe shake things up a little bit and go a little bit more, I don't know how to say it, modern AAA open world, I guess. Um, yeah, I know the series that it could either do extremely well in that setting, you know, really capitalizing on the whole open worldness and exploring and finding Pokemon throughout the mm -hmm. world, or that's going to just be overwhelmingly terrible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, there's almost no way that this could be a middle ground. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, I just got burned on sun and moon. Um, I, I picked that up. Because Nathan, you know, was was playing it, and he said he was enjoying it, and, and he loved it, yeah. Uh, which you know, it's fine. It, but it was really, it was just like more of the same. I'm just, you know, doing the same thing that I've been doing in every single Pokemon game. Which, when I when I got X and Y, which is the first 3DS games, like it was fine because I hadn't played a game since I was, you know, Pokemon games since I was like 10 or something. But like, I, I really hope they shake things up and try some different things, and you know, do something to, to bring me in. And you know, I think the fact that They've kind of already been setting people's expectations as, oh, this is the this is the big one. If if you you're not happy with Let's Go, just wait. That things are going to be be big in this. But if it looks exactly the same as Let's Go, just with new Pokemon, I'm like, ah, I'm I'm not even going to get close to that. So yeah, exactly. I'm I'm excited to see see what it is. And um, regardless, we know it's going to sell billions and billions of copies because it's Pokemon, and there will always be two versions of it. Right? It'll probably be one of the most popular games. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. We'll see. Um, I know Nathan. The the only other game that Nathan, uh, you know, yes. to us was really excited about Animal Crossing, which is shocking. Really, Nathan's looking really forward to any Crossing. of us. <laughs> which uh, Rob and I aren't, aren't big into, into the series. I can appreciate what it does. You know, it's a relaxing sim game. Um, for me, yeah, yeah. Animal Crossing series is a game that I'll put maybe five, ten hours into it and won't touch again type thing. Because um, there's just a sense of progression yeah. isn't really there and you're not really doing any you know, activities that require skill really. And it's really just more of a relaxing game. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I, I'm excited for that for all the is... Animal Crossing fans, but I don't I don't think this is going to be anything that's going to be new or groundbreaking. Every yeah, Animal Crossing game is, is a, like the uh, same thing. Popular opinion. I The only Animal Crossing game that I've actually played is the Animal Crossing mobile game. Mm -hmm. And so that wasn't really all that great of an experience no, it, for me. It wasn't. It wasn't good at all. I, I think I made it about ten minutes into that game before I was kind of like, I'm <laughs> bored. I, I was. I was the exact same. I'm like, oh, this is this is not good. But thankfully, this will be a full game. There will not be microtransactions, or you know, there'll be more things to do and stuff. 
Um, well, I like, also, I mean, I like the collecting Pokemon, part of it. Animal Crossing, like those are type of games that just work extremely well for the Switch model. Totally, you know, totally. Like, throw this it was, up on your TV or go mobile. Yeah, this, this is and, exactly this and Pokemon were like the two for. Nintendo series where everyone was like, okay, you're making a handheld console like the Switch. Wins Pokemon, wins Animal Crossing, right? These are two games that just have thrived exactly. and been exactly. so perfect for portable play um, that you know it. You know it makes sense, and they'll they'll do really well. I know so. Um, exactly. I uh, did so. Oh, go ahead. Let's play a little game. <laughs> looking ahead, looking ahead through 2019, there's a couple of really big AAA games that we have all heard about. Maybe are probably on your anticipated or whatnot. But this is how this game goes. We're going to see if we can predict whether or not this game will release this year, get delayed, or and how long in the future will this game be delayed for? Okay. So, without further ado, let's kick off this list with a probably a pretty safe bet, Resident Evil 2. <laughs> this is coming out like this month, I'm pretty sure, Rob. Like there's a demo on on the PS4 store this week. <laughs> it, you're, you're not allowed to I say just... this is getting delayed. It is getting released. It's not a Kingdom Hearts game that's been in development for five years. We just learned about this game like last year. So no delay for this game. I wanted to troll you a little bit <laughs> and say that it's going to get delayed. But I'm pretty sure you're right. It's probably not going to get delayed. But <laughs> pretty based sure, off <laughs> Based off of the Square Enix type model with some of their other games, it just makes sense. Well, this isn't a Square Enix game. This is like Capcom. Capcom oh, knows Resident Evil. That's right. Yeah, that's right. No, this no, is not good. We'll see. It'll, we'll see. It'll come out. Final uh, Fantasy VII. Next VII. on the list. Final Fantasy VII. Releasing this year or not? I think Final Fantasy VII will not release this year. Shocking, I know. We haven't seen anything of this game in like the last two years. The only thing we've seen is like one CG trailer from four years ago and nothing since then. And they've been busy, obviously, working on lots of other games as well. So, yeah, this did game is not coming some, out this year. Didn't we get some more like screenshots and some stuff at E3 this last year? There may have been a screenshot. I don't know. There wasn't any trailer like or gameplay. Like, there wasn't really a trailer nope. or anything like that. No, no significant no news came out. Has come out of this game in like the last two years. So this this, this is. I'm I'm feeling that this one's not even going to come out on this console generation. At this <laughs> yeah, point. like exactly. This is like the new Kingdom Hearts three. Once Kingdom Hearts three comes out, this is the game that exactly they've exactly. been waiting for forever, and we'll just be dead in the water for who knows how long. Is this what actually is Square Enix? Yeah, they, like it works. Now I can say it works on this one. <laughs> Apologies to everyone who I just offended for saying Resident Evil 2 was made by Square Enix. <laughs> Next game. Days Gone. Uh, wait. So Days Gone was supposed to come out last year. Was it supposed to come out last year? Okay. So it's delayed yes. to this year. Ah. And then it got delayed. So it was delayed to this yeah, early it was like, like February, yeah. and then it got delayed again. So right it's now, like I'm a, pretty sure it's delayed for like right an April, or, or, or yeah, it's supposed to come out this year. But it's, yeah, I I think this one will come out this year. I mean, Sony's at the point with this game where obviously they've had some trouble in development, right? We've seen it for so many years; they keep delaying yeah. it. Um, I think they just have to get out this year, especially since I think they will be on kind of a slim year. Uh, we talked to you know about Last of Us probably not coming out, um, yeah. so I think this this will be there. Their big uh, either summer game, they like to get a game out, you know, in that May June window, or um, you know, kicking off fall, like in the Spider Man uh, release window around September or something. So yeah, I, I think this one will come out. Yeah, I, I think it will. I think it will be pushing towards summer, uh, end of summer. Yeah. Area, yeah. but I'm pretty sure this one will. Sony will be like, either you get it out or you cancel it. Yeah, they just they just got to get this thing out. So. Um. Metroid Prime Four. Ooh, <laughs> this is this is the this is the risky one, right? The the big one Nintendo's been hyping for a couple of years, and yeah, we haven't yep. seen anything other than a logo. And you know me, I am, I'm not gonna say anything's gonna come out this year if all we've seen is mm -hmm. like a cinematic trailer or a logo, right? I need to see gameplay, yeah. 
if this thing's coming out. So I, I don't think it's coming out this year. It would be amazing if it did. I hope it does. Uh, it'd be awesome to be that big killer fall game with Pokemon. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't think this game's coming out. Um, I think they when they announced it, like they literally had like just started working on that game. So yeah, I think you are correct. I, I bet this will be. Um... Nintendo will probably play up a lot some of their other properties this year, uh, ones we've already talked about, and Prime will come out, I think, start of next year, 2020 yeah, I, spring. I could see that, maybe, yeah. Like a March release. They like that March yeah, release. Yeah, that'd be cool. Nintendo usually doesn't really have very many good spring releases, so that'd be cool to, yeah, to get a big yeah. game in that, in that window. Here's a fun one for you. Cyberpunk 277. <laughs> I'm going to go, this is delayed out of the generation. This is not even coming out like this generation. Uh, if it does, it's like a, it's a multi, multi-generation multi release, right? It's coming out on PS5 yeah. and PS4. That, that's what I think. So I was writing down like what games were coming out in 2019, and this was on the list. And in my notes, as I was writing this, I put 2021 next to it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this one's coming out this year. I'm really hesitant to even say it's coming out next year. <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, 2020, yeah. I, I think maybe if it does come out 2020, it would be late 2020, but yeah, uh, yeah. this one might push into in, well into the next generation. Yeah, just, just look at how one. the scope of this game and even the developer, you know, they're a pretty, pretty small team relatively for yeah. how big this game is. Um, you know, this is another one. We, we did see some gameplay finally last year, but it, it looked like it was very kind of guided and a very segmented part of the game. It well, and like also one of the things that they entirely. kept talking about is they're like, this is pre-alpha. This is, yeah. you know, test footage. This <laughs> is we're, this is not complete. Oh, my goodness. You're looking at our unfinished game. We're so self-conscious. They're, I mean, we already know this based off of the Witcher franchise. These guys are perfectionists. They're... Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is going to be a while. Yeah. Uh, we talked a little bit about this one, but let's talk a little bit more about it. The Last of Us Part 2. Um, you already know my answer. I, I said no, it's not coming out this year. What about you? I'm going to I'm gonna go with a bold statement saying this one's coming out in the fall. Okay, all right. That, that, that'd and be huge if it did. I mean, it's gonna get it's gonna get announced for the fall and then probably delayed to next spring. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Sony loves delaying their big first party games. Like, I think every single one of them has gotten delayed um, at some point or just put in limbo, right? Um, on the counterpoint, what what do you think about uh, Ghost of Tsushima? Um, that's you know supposedly coming out this year. Do you think do you think that one will come out this year? I think so. I'm I'm pretty positive that one's been in develop. We saw some pretty full footage for it mm-hmm. last year at E3. Yeah. So I would I would assume that that one's probably a fall. Yeah, and you know it feels like a good October release game. Yeah, and that's obviously like a big AAA game, but it, I don't think it's quite as big as a game and just as big of a project as something like Last of Us. Um, so yeah, I, I think you're right. I think I think that one will come out this year. Um, you know, if they get Days Gone and Ghost of Tsushima out this year, um, I think that's, you know, I'll be fine for PlayStation. Um, last yeah, if, if can skip into next year. That would actually be my, my counterpoint is if Ghost of Tsushima comes out, I would expect Last of Us to come out next year. Yeah, okay. Um, just so that they have, they like to spread out their big titles, so that would be a yeah, big title sure. they would spread out, if especially if Days Gone comes out as well. Mm-hmm. Um, here's another good one for you. Beyond Good and Evil 2. Ooh, I'm excited for this one. Um, not coming out this year. <laughs> yep. Uh, I, I wish it was because the game looks awesome, and I, I really love the first one. And the scope of this one just looks insane. Like, they, It's kind of like Cyberpunk where they've like, this, what they've shown is like this is very early alpha build. Mm-hmm. We're still doing a lot of building in the world and figuring out you know what yeah. this game is. But, uh, man, it, it just looks cool with with the freedom you have in this game and how even just technically impressive the world and the characters and everything looks. So did you see um, the, uh, hour long, uh, segment they did like two weeks ago? Three yeah. Weeks ago? Yeah. I got an email that I'm on their email list. So I didn't watch the oh, whole yeah. thing. I kind of tuned <clears throat> in and out of it, but, um, I'm kind of at the point where I don't need to see a ton of this game now. Uh, when the game's getting closer to release, you know, I'll yeah. look a little more into it and figure out if I'm getting it at launch or not, but they talked a lot um, about, I don't think I it's coming really out. Cool. This year. 
What was really cool about that one is they talked a lot about the characters and the uh, combat. Oh, cool. I can't give you a better yeah. in-depth of what it all will be included in some of the things like that. Yeah. So that was pretty awesome to see. But I'm with you on this one. This one's definitely not coming out this year. They're still pretty early alpha. And even the early alpha footage that they showed was impressive. But you could tell it was not ready to go. It felt like yeah. you know a, a world yes. that isn't completely <laughs> filled yet. Yeah, they're still working on still working on a lot of the assets and stuff. So, um, um, all right. Well, I want to have time for what we're playing here. So, why don't you hit me up with one more, Rob? All right. This is a big one. Death Stranding. <laughs> it's Kojima, number one, who takes billion years to make his games, and number two, Sony is publishing this game, not Konami, and so he's not under any deadlines. They're just like. Take your time, Kojima. We love you. We're not going to press you at all. This game is not coming out this year. <laughs> it's very they, far they away. They announced a release date for it, didn't they? I don't think saying, so. I don't, I don't think so. They were saying, like, hey, we're pretty sure this is coming out in 2019, so there you guys go. PlayStation, has, has, I think, has learned their lesson of announcing dates too early just to, just to well, delay I think, them. I think, I think he announced it. I think he said well, that he's like I'm pretty sure I'm going to get did, it out in 2019. I don't believe that for one second. This game is not coming out. Me either. Sure. No, me <laughs> either. I I just wanted to throw that out there. In all yeah, honesty, no, this, is, this is this is going to be a, this one is going to be up there with Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, They're going to come out on the same day, whenever that is. Yes, that, that that'll be a, a good day for gamers uh, when both those games come out. Um, all right, well, let's jump straight into what we're playing. Um, I know we've both been playing a ton of games, uh, you know, over the holidays. We had some time off, and yep. uh, I always enjoy playing games with the family. So, you know, I play lots of lots of Smash Bros with the family. We did some eight player Smash with my mom and dad and stuff. That was that was Ooh, a, fun. a ton of fun, yeah. And then uh, my dad, as you as you know, uh, big NES fan, especially of NES Golf. Um, we played what's kind of like the spiritual successor to the original NES Golf, which is uh, NES Open Tourney Golf. It's on uh, oh, okay. the Nintendo Switch Online uh, like NES app. Um, I never really played it, but once we kind of got a hang of the, how the mechanics are a little more different, it's basically just a more advanced version of uh, the original golf game. Um, it's it's a ton of fun. It's a, it's a lot harder. There's, it's more complex. Um but it was a ton of fun. I played it a ton with my dad. We played it almost every day, like uh, nice. on, our, on our week vacation together. And so it was a ton of fun. I I ended up being being the champ. Uh, I took took the best of series out of uh, all the holes that we played. Uh, but yeah, definitely check it out if you're looking for a fun fun golf game um, on the Switch. It's just holds up really well. It came came out in 1991. That's actually the origin of Mario's. Uh, USA outfit in Super Smash Bros. If you were wondering, uh, is in any oh, open wow. turning golf. Um, so yeah, definitely played some multiplayer games. But um, the big game I've played a lot and finished um, this break was Guacamelee Two. Um, so yeah, I, I picked that up when it launched on Switch last month and uh, beat it over the break. Um, I think my biggest um, uh, my biggest thing I can say about this game, my biggest kind of compliment, is it feels like the original Guacamelee, but more. Which is pretty much what I wanted, right? I love the original yeah, Guacamelee. Exactly. Played through that game, you know, multiple times, uh, like hundred percent of it and stuff. And uh, this game feels like just an extension, just boom, right, right off the bat, going in there. The writing is still hilarious and superb. They do some fun stuff with kind of alternate universe. Um, you, yeah. Like, the whole thing is you're jumping between different universes, you know, saving the Mexiverse. Um, <laughs> there's an entire universe, Rob, where you go in, I think it's called the Dankest Universe. <laughs> of course and you it go, is. You go in and it's just filled with like all like these like meme posters and stuff like that. Oh, because oh my I, goodness. I don't know if you remember, the original Guacamelee had some like little like meme references from like, you know, what, mm -hmm. 2011 or whatever in the background. And that was one of the thing, the common things that people, you know, criticize the game for and like reviews and stuff. Like, oh, you know, it has all these random memes that are outdated and aren't going to hold up well and are really lame. And so you go into the dankest universe and the entire universe is just making fun of that fact and going, you just meet all these people who are like, yeah, the people who made that Guacamelee game, I can't believe they totally ruined it by putting in all those awful memes. Honestly, that was the main reason I uninstalled it. <laughs> <laughs> and they just hilarious. go and there's like 30 different like comments like they had to have just copied and pasted like 
Steam reviews of people getting mad oh, about probably. the memes. That's yeah, awesome. They were just hilarious to read, and just like if I was the developer, I would patch this meme crap out ASAP. <laughs> just like stuff like that. It was it was really really funny. Yeah. And there's just there's these little just like spinoff worlds where just you go in them for like five minutes in the universe. Just it's hilarious. There's a there's an RPG one where you go in and you it's like a turn based RPG. Uh, for like ten minutes, which is oh hilarious. There's like a Street Fighter one where you beat up a car, and I don't, I don't want to, you know, spoil everything in the game, but um, it definitely keeps you on your toes. It's fun. There, there's more, more nice. chicken moves to do. Um, just a really fun game. I, I beat it, but obviously there's still a lot to collect, being kind of a Metroidvania and stuff. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, and the whole game's co-op too. So I played played an hour or two of it with my brother, which was which was fun. The co-op doesn't nice. work super well in the platforming, but the, the combat's fun in co-op. So. Yeah, recommend it if you if you like like the first Guacamelee or you like Metroidvanias. Um, the art style is gorgeous as always. It's kind of like a Mexican or not Mexican, but you know Hispanic themed uh, Samurai Jack almost with the kind of simplistic characters, but they it works really well um, with what they do. So really enjoyed that. Um, I've played for about an hour and a half Iconoclast. Uh, are you familiar with this game, Rob? I know it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's an indie game made by pretty much uh, I think it's like one guy. Like it's a very small team. Yeah. Um, and it's basically just a simple kind of action puzzle platformer, where you're just kind of running around a, a world. Think almost kind of like Shantae, where you're going around different areas. Um, it, it's a big interconnected kind of map, and then you're going through the storyline, and you're mm-hmm. you know upgrading your gun and getting different abilities to explore the map. Um, some some really clever writing in there. Uh, the pixel art is just gorgeous in it. Like I, I that's the main reason I'm playing it. I just really like looking yeah. at the animations and stuff in the game. But it, I post on Twitter. It reminds me of a uh, kind of an old, uh, you know, kind of early two thousands uh, Game Boy Advance game. Um, it's kind of what it reminds me of. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Like it, it kind of totally reminds me of that vibe. Um, but yeah, having a lot of fun. It, it was free on PS Plus last month and. I, I was uh I was glad to pick that up because it's been a game I've been wanting to try and I'm I'm really glad I've been playing it. Um, last game I did want to talk about real quickly was uh, a VR game uh, called Farpoint. This was kind of one of the big PSVR games that um, came out on the PlayStation VR. Uh, it launched with the like an aim controller, which is basically like a little like light gun controller. Um, I don't have the light gun controller, which I heard the game's amazing with it, but uh, I'm just using the DualShock Four and. The game is essentially you're on crash land on an alien planet and you're of trying course. to find the other crew members that you know crashed with you and as you go you slowly find there's hostile alien life on the planet and you're just kind of running and gunning and exploring um, this story as you're going but the cool thing to me the reason I got it was um, uh, Adam a friend of the show he picked up a PSVR as well and so we both got it on sale and as co-op mode and a really fun uh, versus mode as well. So we've been playing this game together, oh, nice. and it's a ton of fun. It's a, it's what feels like a real big AAA like VR game. Like it's very very well done. The facial animations are incredible. Controls work well for for what they what they do. And I mean, there's nothing mm-hmm. like the feeling of wandering through an alien you know landscape in VR and just taking in, you know, the atmosphere of, you know, having the world all the way around you. And then, oh, my gosh, there's a giant spider alien crab jumping at me. <laughs> so it, <laughs> it pretty awesome. much is just a, a really, really pretty arcade, you know, kind of almost like a light gun shooter, but in VR. So it's it's really fun. It's I think it's one of those games that, like, next time you come up, Rob, or when I have people come over, I'm like, oh, you know, try this game on. It's pretty accessible. Just jump on, you know, shoot some aliens. And it's before or it's after fun. I play Beat Saber. Yeah, I know. Beat Saber, I, I, I don't think anything can top you know Beat Saber with its accessibility <laughs> and how fun it is, obviously. But uh, at the end of the show, we'll be playing uh, one of the new songs that oh, was that just sounds, added to Beat that Saber. Really <laughs> little shout out yeah. there, a little teaser. Uh, but yeah, uh, what have you been playing uh, over the break? <clears throat> All right, so I played a little bit of Assassin's Creed Odyssey, just kind of jumping into a little bit of it uh, here or there, and also getting back onto the. Google stream and all and uh, played some Banner Saga 3, just kind of finishing up that story. Uh, I tried a new game that I had gotten on Steam for in like a bundle of sorts, uh, American Truck Simulator. 
<laughs> I found I would what? I would make a really lousy truck lousy trucker. <laughs> like literally Confirmed it's in California. Now. And their first thing is it's like, okay, you need to just drive this mm. eighteen wheeler from one point to the other. And I did it and I totally missed the exit. And it's mm. like you had to get your shipment there in like a certain amount of time. This is the tutorial, by the way. Mm. Like, literally the first thing you do. And so I'm like, well, shoot. I just missed the exit, so I'll just go on to the next exit. And it's like, you just added four hours to your trip. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I'm not going to make it in time. So I just, like, punched it. And so I'm driving down the freeway, and it's like, go to the speed limit. It's 55 miles per hour. I'm driving, like, 80 miles per hour in an (laughs) 18-wheeler, just wrecking things. Yeah. And then I found the spot where I could just turn around. So I just, I did, like, a full-on, like, five-point turn around into the other lane of the freeway and went back to go. (laughs) (laughs) By the time I got back, or I got there, it was like, you had, like, five minutes left before you were going to lose so i was like yeah probably won't play this one again it was exciting for the moment <laughs> you tried it you, you tried it i tried it <laughs> I put my uh 20 minutes in i actually got 40 minutes into it mostly because wow, it just okay i actually played it for i the level only took me probably like 20 minutes but then i actually left it open for like yeah. another 20 minutes while i was looking at random things in the menu Hey, that, that's, that's probably more than uh, than I would have done, so bravo. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, I played through a game called Dark Scavenger before Christmas break, actually. So this is a nice. last year game, but Dark Scavenger, I beat this game. It was like a, it's a really simplistic RPG game. So it was pretty fun. It was a really unique concept, but not necessarily anything outstanding, but... I played through it, and it literally took me like three hours to play through the entire game. Oh, that's not bad. So I was like, I was like, oh, this is fun. And you like, it's one of those type of games. It's kind of like one of those choice type games where you you go up to this place. And it's like there's five different things in this area that you could click on, and so you click on this like puddle, and it's like there's some sort of monster inside the puddle. What are you going to do? And then you have to pick which item you want to use and each of your items has a certain amount of uses. Like, mm-hmm. I'll, throw a, I'll throw a stick at it. And it's like, the stick made the monster stronger. Now he's trying to kill you. Enter <laughs> combat. That's funny. Or like, you'll throw, or like, I'll throw these gummy bears at him. It's like the monster is now Wait, your friend. You can literally throw to... gummy bears at a monster in this game. Well, it's like there's like little treats or you know stuff like that. And so like one <laughs> time I threw them at I threw like this treat at this monster, and the monster suddenly like, now I'm your best friend. And then suddenly they're one of your allies. Yeah, so it's like stuff from like Undertale or like Earthbound or it's something. <laughs> it's actually really funny. It was just like such a unique concept. And so there's three things you have: you have weapons, items, or friends, or allies. And you could choose whichever one of those you want to use, depending on the situation. So, like, there was one of my mm-hmm. allies that was called a red shirt. And literally, they do absolutely nothing. <laughs> except there's this one point where it's like, hey, you need to sacrifice one of your allies to get this item. I'm like, red shirt, red shirt. you're on it. <laughs> <laughs> Easy choice. That's why but he's there. It was a super unique concept. A lot of fun. Very and cool. then the, the last game I've been playing a lot of is God of War. I'm about halfway through it. Um, oh, nice. Really well, enjoying it, if, but my completionist is making me do everything. Uh, I know, dude. I I'm the same way in that game. I'm just like, oh, there's a path over there. I, I know there's something over here, and if I don't go, I'm probably never gonna go back and do it. But at the same time, I'm like, I also just want to get through the main story so I can see, like, just experience the the main meat. You know, the good stuff of the game. <laughs> yeah, I know. I keep doing it's this very like. Tempting. Oh, I need to do the main storyline. But one of the dwarves asked me to go fetch this random item in this dungeon. So I guess I'm going to go into that dungeon and just wander around to see if we can find this random. Oh, oh dude. now you're I'm, never going to finish the game if you're doing doing a uh, fetch quest for the dwarves. <laughs> for me, it's just... it's when I wander into a room with like a monster or something, right? Like I wander in the room and found that first Valkyrie, and I was like severely underleveled. I'm already playing like oh, the yeah. hardest difficulty, so I'm just getting wrecked there for like a half hour. So I took a break. Come back the next day, and I get wrecked for another half hour, and I'm finally like, oh, I have to do this. So I finally beat it in this like long battle, and I'm like, I could have spent the last like hour and a half 
like beating the next like main part of the story. <laughs> but instead, did I you, grinded out this stupid side mission boss that I was too stubborn did you to quit. Do the uh, so was that in one of the extra worlds? I, I don't remember exactly where I found there's it. There's like so there's like you can unlock this language cipher and it'll get unlock a new realm. And so mm-hmm. you can travel to this realm and it's literally like challenges. So like the first challenge oh, okay. is like beat these five enemies in the time limit. I don't okay. no, I, I don't think it was that. It was it was somewhere in the main world <laughs> where it was kinda of off the beaten path and it yeah. was like this Valkyrie warrior that you had to defeat. And it was just this crazy boss battle that I knew I probably shouldn't have done, but I'm just like, ah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grind it out and do it until I beat it. Because the final boss of the t- the tournament or the challenges is the Valkyrie, and I got to the yeah, Valkyrie no, there, there's multiple Valkyries wrecked. throughout the game. It just got wrecked because yeah. I was too low. <laughs> and I was just like, nope, yeah, that, I'm not doing that one again. Like I, I, I don't even, know how many. I didn't even I think, last thirty seconds against the Valkyrie. Yeah, no, that the, there's definitely a pattern to them, but you also have to be, you know precision very precision timing but i think nathan said there's like eight eight or nine of them throughout the game and they're just they're kind of meant to be kind of the end game challenge after you beat the game you go back and test your oh yeah, skills yeah. On them, so. be him. but yeah no but it's been a fun game and i will probably finish it sometime this year good good well like i said if you guys didn't listen to last week's episode we gave out a lot of awards uh got a award got our most prestigious award with our uh um, game of the year yeah game of the year so go check it out uh listen to that if you haven't got a chance to yet and uh as always you can follow us on twitter at hey underscore games and uh we'd love for you guys to check us out on any uh platform uh we are on itunes spotify google play pretty much everywhere you can find us if you enjoy the show uh we'd love for you to, to tell a friend um it's it's always fun talking to people who've uh, enjoyed the show and having those conversations with you guys. So mm-hmm. um, anyways, enjoy the rest of you guys week. Hope you guys enjoyed our show and let us know on Twitter. What 2019 game are you most looking forward to? We leave you with pop stars by KDA uh, from league of legends. Also featured in uh, beat saber. <laughs> have there a you go. double great, feature. Exactly. Have a great week, everyone. All right. See ya. I could take you to the top, turn them on to G-Motan, nigga.